by Tate Sound. And welcome to episode number 148 of the Random Thoughts Podcast. That's R-A-N-D-U-M-B Thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. And on today's show, a few things to talk about, including uh, some celebrities and their view on the unvaccinated. We are going to talk about Cuomo from New York and his brother. What's going on there? how he's uniting the whole country, it seems. We're going to talk about an Olympic wrestler who dared to show some national pride and probably a few other things along the way. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for giving me your time. It is very much appreciated. Right off the top, I want to mention a project that artist Mike Riley has up on Kickstarter. It is called Phrenology, 10 Years of I Take Sound. I did the narration for the video that he put up there, which was kind of fun. If you're a No Agenda fan, you've seen a lot of his artwork. And if you're not, you can go check out this project at its book, itsbook.net. It is a comic type drawing stuff, just a little bit warped. He's done some interesting stuff with things like the McDonald's characters, you know, like Ronald McDonald and Grimace and those. So if you have a little bit of a warped sense of humor and you like comics, check that out and support Mike. If you can, it is a worthy project. Again, the web address, it's book, itsbook.net. But by now we thought, the stories could be beyond COVID and vaccines and all that, but these things keep popping up. Jennifer Aniston, who, I mean, I always liked the stuff she did, Friends and a couple of the movies, but when you get into the Hollywood mentality, I guess by default, you have to be pretty woke. There are a few people involved in Hollywood that aren't completely woke, but they are the rarity in Tinseltown. Jennifer Aniston said, according to an article on the Breitbart website, that she's cut ties with a few different people over their vaccination status. And I don't think she's alone. I think there's a lot of people who are viewing this very much like they view politics. And this is where the slippery slope and the sleigh ride to hell are all converging at once. Because I thought it was absolutely insane for people that are like, well, oh, wait, you like Donald Trump? No, I, I can't deal with you or vice versa. You know, if anybody says, hey, you're a Biden voter, so I'm never going to talk to you because I'm on the other side. I think that's nuts. But when it comes to the vaccinated versus unvaccinated, we are just at the beginning of this, it seems where you have two groups of people that it's really easy for one to blame the other, to demonize the other, because everybody wants to find a scapegoat. 
Nobody wants to take responsibility for themselves. But in this case, Jennifer Aniston says, and I quote, there's still a large group of people who are anti-vaxxers or just don't listen to the facts. It's a real shame. This was from an in-style interview. And it depends what science and facts you're listening to, Jennifer. There is a reason why, valid reason why people don't want to get vaccinated. There are health conditions, as we're going to talk about in a minute, from another person in the public eye. But this concept that people are anti-vaxxers and they're bad, I don't go along and agree with that either. People make the decisions that they feel are right for them. And I support that no matter which side of that you're on. I talked about it here. If you missed that episode, I got the Johnson and Johnson vax, have had no side effects from it, no problems. I'm not afraid of it. I don't believe that the vaccines are as bad as some people make them out to be. I also don't believe that the virus is as bad for a majority of the people as it's been made out to be. But this is where it's really important to have a good doctor that you can talk to and discuss things with on a person to person basis, because I would never recommend taking medical advice from somebody in the media, whether it's on the mainstream media, podcaster. No, never, never listen to one of us bloviators over your own personal physician. That's just stupid. Talk to your doctor. They can guide you through whatever they think is best for you. Now, Jennifer Aniston says, quote, I've just lost a few people in my weekly routine who have refused or did not disclose whether they were vaccinated or not. And it was unfortunate. Now, see, this is where I start having more of an issue. Because it's still a personal decision, whatever somebody wants to do. I don't believe you need to be branded in one way or another on whether or not you have taken the vaccine. And we'll talk about the facts of vaccinated versus unvaccinated interacting and what those risks are directly from the CDC stats, which are amazing in themselves when you do the math. But I don't think anybody should be forced to tell somebody, in this case, Jennifer Aniston, you know, I get it. If you're going in, I mean, she probably goes in, gets your hair done, maybe gets a massage, maybe gets a mani-pedi, and she wants to know if everybody that she comes in contact with has been vaccinated. Now, they can decide that they want to tell you if they want your business. Or they can say, no, thanks. Go somewhere else. They don't need to disclose health information just because you think that they should. This concept that people should be forced to show proof of any type of vaccination to me as somebody that took the vaccination is insane. I mean, I get it's easier than you're like, hey, I did it. So let's force everybody else to do it. No, my choice is not going to be the same as your choice. One person does not get to dictate what everybody else does. The mob doesn't get to dictate 
what everybody else does. I mean, Jennifer Aniston, that is well within her rights. If she walks into the Manny Petty place and they say, we're not going to tell you whether we've been vaccinated to go down the street where somebody says, yeah, we've been vaccinated. I mean, they could lie to her. There's always that. Because what are you doing? Showing a card, which if you've been vaccinated, you know, the cards they give you not really hard to replicate. So I don't know if you've been vaccinated. You should feel pretty confident that you're going to be okay if you run into somebody who was unvaccinated and maybe has COVID. But Jennifer Aniston went on to say, quote, I feel it's your moral and professional obligation to inform since we're not all potted up and being tested every single day. It's tricky because everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But a lot of opinions don't feel based in anything except fear or propaganda. Now, I'll agree with that last part, Jennifer. I believe both sides, to a certain extent, are falling into fear and propaganda. That's human nature. That's just the way it's going to be. And there's really nothing you can do about that except try to comprehend. The people that think a different way than you do comprehend that they, one, do think that way, and two, then you have to decide how you want to deal with that, and usually the best way to deal with that is not to be completely dismissive. Maybe you should understand that there may be very serious reasons, like we're going to get to in the next story, but this concept that it's a moral obligation in order to inform, I don't know. I guess it depends on a lot of different factors. I'll give Jennifer Aniston one little bit of leeway here, which is as an actress, if she's going to have to be acting with somebody, maybe doing a love scene, maybe kissing them, then yeah, if you're going to be kissing somebody on screen, then maybe you have the right to know whether they've been vaccinated or not, or if they won't tell you, then. I guess you have the right to decide that you don't want to work with them. With that said, again, we're going to get into exactly what the odds are of you becoming seriously ill from COVID-19 if you have been vaccinated in just a minute. But the other story that I found interesting in the news was Offspring Drummer which is a band for all of you older folks. And I don't know who offspring is. They're a band. The drummer Pete Parada is out of a job now because he refused the vaccination. And before you want to jump on Pete and be like, Oh, geez, one of those guys that's afraid. Oh, he's just buying into the propaganda. No, it turns out that Pete Parada had a conversation with his doctor who advised him not to get the COVID vaccination due to an issue that he's had his whole life, which is a rare autoimmune disorder. He posted on Instagram that he was, quote, unable to comply with what is increasingly becoming an industry mandate. It has recently been decided that I am unsafe to be around in the studio, and on tour. 
again, this is somebody that has a personal physician that said, no, with your immune disorder, Giabare syndrome, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but his physician said, no, the vaccination can cause a problem with that. So he recommended against getting it. Now, the really interesting thing here is that Pete Parada has had COVID-19. So getting a vaccination at this point doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. It didn't say if he got a test to see if he had the antibodies for COVID-19, which would make a lot of sense in this case, because the point of getting the vaccination, for those of you who aren't aware, and I don't know how you can't be, but the point of the vaccination is to trigger your body's immune system to create the antibodies, which will keep you safe if you run into said virus again. And it's an easy test they can do. They just did this test on my mom because there was concern. And I said to her, it's like, look, mom, you were vaccinated. Great. But you were vaccinated while on chemotherapy. And that does all sorts of crazy things to your system. And it's something that is one of the conditions that was mentioned for the vaccine, maybe having issues, maybe dying off quicker, maybe not having as much efficacy as the doctors would like. So they did the test on my mom and found out that she was positive for antibodies, which is good, but they were fairly low. So they may want her to get another jab to boost those up. But this would be at the request, at the direction of a medical professional. Now, if Pete Parada gets an antibody test and it says you've got him, then there's no reason why he can't do his job. Because the only reason to get the vaccine is so you can have the antibodies so you don't get sick. And if he's had COVID-19, then he should have the antibodies. So this is again the case of a woke overreaching system putting this guy out of a job because they don't really understand the science jennifer aniston is right there is a lot of fear there is a lot of propaganda and people should realize if somebody had covid19 that's probably better than being vaccinated as far as having protection moving forward now nobody really knows how long the antibodies stick around and that's something that they are currently studying for people that both had COVID-19 and for people that have gotten the variety of different vaccines to see how long these things keep the antibodies in your system. I mean, there were some vaccinations. There are some maladies that you can run into that the antibodies will stay with you for life. There are some that are much shorter lived and where the COVID-19 antibodies fit in, depending on whether you got the disease from being infected or whether you got the antibodies from the vaccine, they're studying to see exactly where that goes. But the facts on how dangerous it is for those of us who have had the vaccine when it comes to having people who are unvaccinated and having COVID still raging out 
And it is seemingly raging out deaths and hospitalizations from the peak of everything, definitely down. The majority of the people in the hospital now appear to be unvaccinated. There was a story out of Miami, I believe it was, that had about 210 people or so hospitalized, if I remember the numbers correctly. 190 of them were unvaccinated. 15 of them or so were vaccinated, but had autoimmune issues. And there were about five people that were vaccinated, didn't have an autoimmune disease, but had morbid obesity issues and or hypertension. So the numbers there seem to show the vaccines working. My personal physician said in the hospital here, right in Chirac, where they take most people that get shot in the south side of Chicago, there was about 200 people in the hospital and at least 90% were unvaccinated. So you can use those numbers as data points. You can say the whole medical establishment is lying to you. That's up to you. That's okay. You don't have to believe anything you're given. But even the far left CDC, these are their numbers, though. When it comes down to what your risks are, if you've been vaccinated, running into somebody that's unvaxxed. So, Jennifer Aniston, if you're vaxxed, here are the stats for the unvaccinated people that you might run into. Here are the stats for how it'll probably go for you if you run into somebody that has COVID. Right now in America, about 163 million people are fully vaccinated. That's about 50% or so of the country. Of those 163 million, according to the CDC, who are fully vaccinated, 6,239 of them have been hospitalized with COVID-19. So 6,239 out of those 163 million that have been vaccinated have wound up in the hospital. Of those 163 million who've been vaccinated, 1,263 have died. Of the vaccinated who have been seriously ill or died, 74% of those were over the age of 65. So among the vaccinated, one out of 26,125 have gotten seriously ill, and one in 129,000 have died. Now, the article that I pulled these from on Breitbart said, let's give you some context and tell you what your risks are of driving in a car. If you drive in a car, you have a one in 8,400 chance of dying in a car wreck. One in 8,400 that you're going to die in a car wreck this year. COVID again, for those who were vaccinated, it's a one in 129,000 chance of death. So one in 129,000 versus one in 8,400. You again can feel free to do the math. The odds of dying while crossing the street this year, one in 43,000. So these are things just to put the data out there, to put it in perspective. And I think people should make their own decisions. I think people should gather their own data. I think people should talk to their own doctors. And it should be a personal choice that people should not be discriminated 
if they don't want to get vaccinated. I don't buy into any of this. If you're not vaccinated, you can't come into the restaurants like New York is doing. You can't come into the movie theater. You can't come into wherever. Because it doesn't make any sense. By now, except for children that are young, everybody has the choice whether or not they want to get vaccinated. You roll your own dice and the world has to move on. The rest of the world should not have to start changing their behavior yet again for somebody else. And most people who are unvaccinated do not want that. They just want to be left alone. People who've been vaccinated want to be left alone. We just want to get back to doing the normal things that we do. And the fact that people want to start asking for this information or want to start losing friends because somebody did or did not get vaccinated, Jennifer Aniston, it doesn't matter. If your friends or the person walking your dog hasn't been vaccinated, it's okay. If you have, you don't have to fear. Take your own advice and don't fall for the propaganda and the fear. Make your choice and be happy with it either way. Live your life the way you want to. For offspring drummer Pete Parada, go get the antibody test and be like, dude, I've got the antibodies. That's just as good. That's better than being vaccinated. And that should be enough. If only the world was a sane place. But finally, we have something going on in the world that Donald Trump and Joe Biden agree on. Now, this should be enough to either scare the bejesus out of all of us or let us realize that all politics is pretty much bullcrap from the get-go. But it's Governor Cuomo that has done the impossible. Unless you're living under a rock, you know that allegations against Governor Cuomo have been flying, that he sexually assaulted, sexually made advances, and then went the extra step of trying to silence the person from making the accusations, tried to go after them for making the accusations. Now, Joe Biden and Donald Trump and pretty much every other politician out there, I believe Nancy Pelosi and others, all say that Governor Cuomo should just quit, that he should resign, that he should be done. And of course, Governor Cuomo has a different viewpoint on all of this. Very strange that his response was to release a bunch of photos of him hugging like other politicians, like that's going to prove anything. But we have a very weird world now because accusations are enough to take somebody down, not going way off on the tangent here, but there was just a story about Judge Napolitano. And for people that follow politics or watch Fox News, you've probably seen Judge Napolitano a few times. And he was let go because a male staffer said he made sexual advances against him in an elevator at one point. Although the same staffer is saying somebody else at Fox used racial insensitive language. And is that true or not? I don't know. But this is the world where it's enough now just to make the accusations. In the case of Judge Napolitano, I read the complaint because I was like, well, what's the language here? What's being used? The headlines were like, Judge Napolitano stroked his arm and made suggestive comments. 
and you read the actual text of what it is. And it's like, that doesn't necessarily sound sexual to me. I mean, people for the longest time would touch your arm while they're speaking to you. And he met this guy in an elevator. He's like, oh, who do you work for? Oh, you know, if you ever want a job, you know, come see me. I mean, I don't know why. That seems a little strange for somebody you just met. You don't know if they're a good worker. I mean, maybe he just thought he was a good strapping looking lad. I don't know about Judge Napolitano's uh, sexual interests. I don't care. But somebody just putting their hand on your arm and like feeling the sleeve of your jacket or whatever it was and saying, hey, how you doing? That's not all that unusual. At least it wasn't just a few years ago. I mean, now COVID, nobody wants to touch anybody. But it didn't seem like something that would rise to that level. He made a comment, Judge Napolitano, according to this complaint. Like, hey, look at these hands. They get dirty. I work in whatever he had. He was talking about something that he did, whether it was like a vineyard or something. And he was like, hey, these hands can get dirty. Now, I mean, you can take everything as a double entendre, I guess, if you really want to stretch them, which means this is why people don't want to talk to anybody, because anything you say can and will be well, not only used against you, but it'll be twisted to fit the narrative that they want. And of course, in these cases, the narrative is usually trying to get the person making the complaints a big payday in the uh, settlement area. You know, they're looking to take this to court. They're looking to make a little bit of cash. So it'll be interesting to see where this one comes out. In the case of uh, Governor Cuomo, it seems like there's a lot of people making complaints against him. But for me, it comes down to, again, he may be a scumbag, probably is, but you do need a certain amount of proof. And I don't know if this stuff is just going to rise because in today's political landscape, it's not hard to find a lot of people willing to lie or do anything they can. Not saying these people are, but you have to take that into account while you are evaluating any of these types of stories, any of these situations and go, hey. Could this just be something about politics? Could this just be to take somebody down? This is a war that is going on in America, literally in the streets of America, people being gunned down left and right. 13, I believe, in Chicago yesterday alone. New York is out of control. And the political situation in this country right now is on the brink of a civil war. So I will not put it out of the realm of possibility that people would lie about Governor Cuomo. So an investigation, a fair investigation has to be done before he should be forced to remove himself from office. But Mayor de Blasio, I mean, the guy that has really sunk New York City, communist Mayor de Blasio hates Cuomo with a passion. Of course, he says not only should he be impeached as soon as possible, but he should face criminal charges. So it'll be interesting to see where this all rises to. And if he does face criminal charges, will they be successful? Will there be enough evidence? It's all just politics until that point, until something is proven. But of course, his brother, who has a show on CNN, didn't talk about this at all, which is hilarious because he's had him on. His program, like a million times, it seems. But when it comes to something negative, again, further proof that this is nothing more than push 
the narrative, cover up, lie. You think you could have done some real journalism. You know, you have that inside track. Get your brother back on the show to talk about this. But no, no, just ignore it and then cover what's going on in Florida and Texas when it comes to COVID. That a boy. That a boy, Fredo. You wonder why people do not trust the news media. This is one of the big reasons why. Uh, Part of that is also the American hate, the anti-Americans from inside America, the whole Olympic thing, which is why so many people seem happy that the women's soccer team not going to win gold, not going to win silver. They may not even win bronze. They have to win their next game. Otherwise, they won't medal at all. And there's a lot of people in this country who are like, yes, we're glad this group of people did not win because we're tired of people hating the country and then going out and being activists rather than just doing their jobs. Hating on America, although then why do they live here? That's always the question. You could go anywhere and live. If you think communism is so great, go to Cuba, go to Venezuela, go somewhere where it's all happening. But no, they want to stand here and tell you that America is so horrible. But then nobody asks them the question like, well, why are millions of people coming to America then? Why are so many people trying to get in right now if it's such a horrible racist country, which is why it is uplifting to see a good story coming out of the Tokyo Olympics. I mean, there may be more. I may have missed some, but this is the case of Olympic wrestler Tamara Mensa Stock, who won the gold medal in the women's 68 kilogram freestyle final, making her the second woman and the first black woman to ever win gold for Team USA in wrestling. And I'll admit, I have no idea what the 68 kilogram freestyle final even looked like. But seeing her reaction after winning, seeing her being interviewed with the flag draped around her shoulders and making the comments, and I was trying to get some audio, but the audio seemed really bad, so I will just read her words. You can find the video of her doing the interview. is about two minutes long. It's worthy of checking out. But she said, quote, it's by the grace of God that I'm able to even move my feet. I just leave it in his hands and I pray that all the practice, all the hell my freaking coaches put me through pays off. And every single time it does, I get better and better. And it's so weird that there is no cap to the limit that I can do. And I'm excited to see what I have next. Now, one of the reporters asked her, you know, hey, you've got the flag on your shoulders. You know, what does it feel like with everything going on in the United States? What's it feel like to be representing the United States in the Olympics? And she responded with, quote, it feels amazing. I love representing the U.S. I freaking love living there. I love it. And I'm so happy. I get to represent USA. Now, that's not what the liberal left, that's not what these activists want. So I applaud Tamara Mensa Stock 
for showing her emotion. And it seems like a hell of a story. She talked about the fact that her mom has been wanting to start a business with a food truck and that she was going to be able to fund that now because I think she's going to be getting some deals. Maybe be on a Wheaties box. They still do that. Something like that. I'm sure there will be some endorsements that are out there for this young lady. And rightfully so, because this is what the Olympics have always been about. Nationalism, the pride in your country, competing for your country. There is nationalism that can get to an extreme that can be bad, but having pride in your country and wanting to represent them the best that you can is a good thing, not a bad thing. And this was a great representation of that in an Olympics that's been otherwise marred with all kinds of just negative stories from COVID to activist athletes. Well done. Congratulations on winning the gold for the United States of America. Now, here on the Random Thoughts podcast, we didn't win gold, but we do have some donors to thank for today's show. We do work on the value for value model, which means we put these shows out there. There's no paywall. You can enjoy them. You get to decide what kind of value you got from the show. And then you put that into a number that means something to you. And you can go over to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com slash donate. And you can click on that donate button if you want to use PayPal for a one-time or monthly donation. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to go the crypto route. Or you can use the snail mail address if you want to use your online bill pay or handwrite a check or do whatever it is you want to do. They are all very much appreciated. And you can also go to Patreon and go to patreon.com random thoughts and sign up there. There's no extra content there yet. I keep thinking maybe I should start adding some things, but that is just another way if you're already in that ecosystem to share some value back with the show. And on today's show, I want to thank Stu Coates for coming in with the $6.66 donation. I always wonder if that's good or bad. 666, the number of the beast. A lot of biblical scholars are like, oh, what's the message in that one? It either means that our show is bringing evil into the world or it is uh, defeating evil. I'm going to hope it's more the later of those two, latter of those two. So thank you, Stu. Coming in over on Patreon, Brian Janak with $5. He's been over on Patreon for a long, long time, and I really appreciate the support, Brian. Dennis Woods, a name I've seen over on Patreon, I think over on the Grumpy Old Ben's Patreon. Brand new, I believe, on Random Thoughts, though. Comes in with five bucks. So thank you, Dennis. Our buddy Truck Driver comes in with a check for $5. And I love his donations because they're always $5 for the Random Thoughts podcast, five for Grumpy Old Ben's, and five for the Rock and Roll pre-show that we do live before the No Agenda podcast on Tuesday and Sunday over on the No Agenda stream. And also coming in with 333 Rick Brandon, who he and his wife do a little channel over on No Agenda Tube, which is kind of like YouTube, but without all the censorship. It's another one of these things that have popped up in response to all of the censorship going on in places like YouTube and all the different social medias. So if you go over to noagendatube.com, you can do a search for their channel, which is the itty bitty 
Homestead channel and check out the videos he's got going there. And if you do videos, it's a great place to upload them and not have to worry that the uh, the algos might not think you worthy. But we want to thank everybody for supporting the show monetarily. It really helps out. It keeps the lights on, keeps the microphone sounding good. It keeps the web servers up, which is also a very important thing. So we appreciate everybody that supports us that way. And I appreciate everybody that gives me their time listening to random thoughts. I know there's a lot of different things you can be doing, a lot of different things you can be listening to. So it's an honor and a privilege that you are here listening to me. With that said, I will be back again next Wednesday to bloviate, complain, or maybe, maybe there'll be some more good stories. Let's hope so anyway. Until next time, I am Darren O'Neill. Thanks for listening. 